What's up, everybody? Howie Spangler here. Tales from the Green Room, episode number one thirty. Man, it's been uh, it's been a long time since the last pod. Man, it's been been too long. Honestly, my life has been super busy, super effing busy. Um, <sighs> coffee, coffee's helping this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Ninja Turtles cup is uh, is currently in the in the dishwasher. So I'm using Daniel's Virgo cup. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So man, a lot of things going on here lately. Uh, Halloween was yesterday. Halloween, everybody. You know, October. I used to love September. You know, fall is a, is a good time of year. Um, around here, where I live in Maryland. Uh, the the weather is usually perfect. It feels like that Southern California weather. Like doesn't really rain, and it's like in like the mid to upper 70s, you know. And like even at night, it's like in the 60s. It's not super cold. Um, but this year it got it seems like it came pretty quickly. Like it was a little little colder. Um, <clears throat> and I think the older I get, I just turned 40. Um, I told you guys that recently. Uh, it's now November 1st. I, I turned 40 October 10th. Um, so uh, a few weeks here being 40. Um, the older that, older that I get, I start to realize that um, I really love October. I mean, I've always loved Halloween and I've loved, loved this time of year for that reason. Uh, it's just... I don't know. Maybe it's with the kids, you know, because you want you want to get them excited about uh, zombies and skeletons and ghosts and ghouls and things like that. Um, but I don't know. It's just fun. It takes me back. I just I, I'm never going to grow up. I've come to realize that I'm a 40 year old child. Um, but I think a lot of us are. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so we took the kids out trick or treating last night, and you know. Really, I mean, there was definitely like some COVID, uh, I guess, concerns, you know, nothing out of the ordinary, but you do think about it a little bit, you know, and sometimes like when you're like a couple of times we go to, we would go to a house, you know, everybody's in their groups, you know, we have our group and then there's everybody else has their group. And uh, <clears throat> I kind of saw a couple of times where like, you know, our group was, wasn't finished getting the candy, you know? And then another group would just sort of walk up, you know, and just get up in there. And it's kind of like, you know, we kind of go into this default mode where we don't, we're not thinking about this stuff. You know, we kind of go primitive, just like, get the candy, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, we just forget about all the COVID stuff. And, um, yeah, so that, that I saw that happen a couple of times, um, you know, uh, for the most part, the um, the people that were handing out candy, uh, I th- we saw five or six of those um, shoots, the PVC pipe uh, candy shoot that people made, which is really cool. Um, some have had them really decked up, decked out really nicely with lights and uh, spider webs and stuff. So really made it their own. And there were a couple of houses, man, that like just go all out like with the decorations and that's, that's really great to see. I feel like on my street, you know, we, we decorate and I love how, I love how the, uh, 
the houses um, are like lights. Lights are becoming a thing. Like lights are uh, uh, like purple and orange um, specifically. There's Halloween lights. And I know that's been around for, for a while now, but it seems to be getting more common, you know, I, and I love it. And it's like, I feel like everybody that was a kid in the eighties, you know, their parents now they're in their forties, late thirties. And, uh, we come from an era where it's like, I don't know, the toys and, and Saturday morning cartoons and thriller, you know, um, like we come from all that. So I feel like we want to relive that for our own kids. We want to put that out there. So, uh, I don't, I just love the era that I'm a part of, you know, like, um, you know, I was a kid in the eighties and it's just all that is just, it just comes flooding back and same with Christmas too, you know, but, but Halloween is like, uh, just something special. Um, just, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like getting, getting the, uh, you know, dressing up, uh, being someone you're not, um, probably not so much that I just love the scary stuff. I love like trying to scare my kids, showed them thriller last night for the first time. I realized that they'd never seen thriller. Say what you want about Michael Jackson. I know I do it at some issues. Um, but I mean, thriller, like, like revolutionary for its time, I'd say. Uh, it was, I just remember I watched as a kid and, um, I wanted my kids to see it while they're still young. And my daughter, <laughs> she was sitting next to me. She didn't want to watch it because I was telling her about it. And she gets scared pretty easily. Um, my son was into it. Uh, but I think she liked it. And she was even like singing the song and stuff, which was cool. Um, but the parts where he, like he's creeping up on his girl and he's got the zombie makeup on. And they just kind of crowd around her. Ah, I just love that. The Vincent Price uh, uh, narrating it. So rad. Um, anyway, so they got to see that for the first time and that, that made me happy. Uh, yeah, just big fan of that stuff. Um, yeah, when we had a great time, man, we were around with some friends and, uh, there's a couple of houses that, like I said, they go out, they go all out every year and, um, they just, I don't know, they just do a great job. It's, it's fun to see. It's, it's awesome to see, you know, and, I think what I was starting to say earlier was that like it's we're one of like maybe five houses in my neighborhood that actually decorated and participated. Um, the other thing too is like I guess maybe uh, I guess maybe the um, you know the COVID thing is has definitely turned some people off this year and it's understandable. Just definitely felt like a lot of houses didn't have their lights on and weren't participating. It seems very, very simple. And there were a lot of houses that just had a, a table, you know, with candy on it. It says, take one kind of thing. I had to remind my kids just to take one. Um, my son, he wants to grab it all, but I don't know, man, <laughs> it's definitely a weird time. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still trying to uphold our traditions, uh, you know, as, as Americans, as, as humans, we're very, we're very tribal and we need to be around each other. Um, and we want to, we don't want anything interfering with, with our way of life. And Halloween was one of the things that I remember thinking about, like, like if anybody, like nobody is going to keep us from taking the kids trick or treating, you know, like we, these are all, 
And the COVID thing is all concerns. You know, we all have it. Um, you know, I, I wear a mask every time I go to the grocery store or whatever. I, I comply, you know, I do the thing. But Halloween just kind of felt like leave it up to the, to the communities. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. If you want to do it, you can come up with a creative way to get the kids the candy. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it went well. I guess we'll, we'll find out in uh, two weeks, huh? Four, 14 days. Um, if I was right. But I don't know. It just felt kind of like, you know, it's up, to, it's up to you. It's up to the person that wants to give the candy, uh, you know. But I'm, I'm glad they didn't cancel Halloween. That would just be, oh, man, you know. So uh, speaking of Halloween, we did the Ballyhoo Halloween stream. Uh, man, it has been a crazy couple weeks. I'll get into all this in a, in a little bit, but, you know, Halloween stream. We're hanging out with friends. We're drinking. Next night, we're hanging out with friends. We're drinking. Halloween night, we're hanging out with friends. We're drinking. So three days in a row now, I've been uh, drinking a lot <laughs> this week. And uh, if you can't tell by looking at me, those here on the on the YouTubes. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good weekend. Uh, I felt I felt pretty bad yesterday morning. Not so much today. I was just I'm just kind of tired today. But yeah, you guys have got no shower Howard again. <clears throat> so um, yeah, we did the, did the Halloween special and it turned out great. Everybody seemed to really enjoy it. Um, you know, we're posting some clips, uh, because we kind of did a thing this time, which we, we wanted to try something different. We wanted to, you know, some bands are doing the pay model, the paywall. I, I'm not a big fan of the paywall, I will say. And I don't think we're going to do it like this again. Uh, it was nice to try. And being that it was like a special and it was something uh, a little bit different, it's not a typical stream. Uh, we felt like, yeah, you know, we could probably... I think we're going to have a great product that, that we ultimately can sell a ticket to. Uh, you know, this is brought by our managers. They, they brought this up. Um, and at first I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't like the idea of, of, uh, of selling the, the live stream. I feel like it should be free to everyone. But then there's also, you got to remember that like you're a business and you know, you have to sort of, I don't know, we, we give out a lot of free content, you know, so we're, we're constantly making stuff and putting out music and making videos and stuff off of free. And we've done plenty of uh, live streams now. I think we've done like five streams. Um, and they've all been free on YouTube. But, uh, you know, we just, yeah, we figured, okay, I, I kind of jumped on board. I'm like, all right, this could be cool. So, you know, we tied it up with the merch. So you get it at the merch store and everybody, everybody that buys anything at the store, whether it's a, a t-shirt or a, you know, $5 koozie, you get a ticket and, and you, and the weird thing was you had to, we always had to make it clear to make sure you add the ticket to your cart and then it'll discount itself. You know, the ticket is six sixty six. a uh, wonderful price model. Um, you know, so it's six sixty six or free with a merch purchase. And we had to keep telling people, Hey, don't forget to add the ticket you know, otherwise you won't get the thing. And to me, it should have been like an automatic, you know, looking back. And these are things that we're learning. So <clears throat> we've never done it this way. 
and it was uh, it, it was it was a good experience to have, you know, to learn. It, it went pretty much without a hitch. Like once we once it went live, uh, I know some people couldn't get in. It wasn't quite clear to some people, um, and they were supposed to get like an email from the store. And uh, that would take them to a link. But I think it was just as easy as like signing into your Shopify account and then just going to our page and it would be there. And if you hadn't bought anything or purchased a ticket, you wouldn't see the stream. Um, It seems like it's pretty cut and dry. And I I don't, I didn't buy the stream myself. Um, I got a free viewing of it. Uh, But uh so I don't know exactly the process. I probably should have jumped in there just to kind of do a test. But anyway, we try to make it as seamless as possible. Uh, and ultimately, I think it went, out, went over really well. Um, people really enjoyed it. Uh, but I'm just not, I, I like I like having it accessible to everybody, uh, you know, on YouTube, Facebook, whatever. So I'm not sure if we're going to do it that way again. And maybe we'll come up with something else. I, I like, you know, a lot of people are asking about the, the live stream shirt. Um, are we going to do that? For, for Halloween and we should have, we, we definitely should have. And, you know, we, I guess we thought maybe we don't want to fatigue anyone, uh, you know, putting out all this merch, you know, ultimately it's like, if you want to buy it, you're going to buy it, you know, but we just felt like we had all this new stuff come out recently and we got some more stuff coming out very soon. Uh, I think in the next week or two, we're going to be announcing another merch drop. So, you know, that's the way we did it this time. Uh, and I think next time we'll just, we'll just do the, the live stream shirt commemorative thing. Um, you know, and, and do it that way. So I don't know what I'm going to talk to the team and see, see what we think about all of it. But, uh, again, ultimately I think it went well. Uh, I, I just get a bunch of, you know, I saw people in the stories, you know, tagging us up and they're, they're watching at home with their family and friends and, Everybody's making watch parties and oh man, just, it's, it's just so rad. Like you guys are awesome, man. You guys are, you guys keep us going. You really do. Oh God, coffee is so good. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. And, you know, I think it was our best stream yet. I think it looked great. It sounded great. Harford Sound upgraded their their cameras, and we actually used actually the camera right here that that I'm looking at and speaking to is the camera we used for the main shot, that front shot of all, of all the guys. Um, but man, they've got these other cameras on the sides, and I can't remember what they're called, but so so tight, so good, like so crisp and just big and pro. Um, and you drop that shit on a 24 frames per second timeline when you're editing. Just makes it look so sweet, so cinematic. That's what I was going for. Sorry, that was a weird inward burp that you just heard. Um, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, let me get into what's going on with me lately, dude. I have been, I've been like stressed, you know, like excited but stressed, busy, you know, always busy. But I'm working on a lot of projects you know, with, with other artists, I'm trying to write some new Ballyhoo songs, trying to figure out a time to get with the band. And and I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere with the band for like four or five days, set up in a house in a living room 
like an Airbnb or something and just jam and write. That's what I want to do. I, we haven't done that in a long time. And I get so sick of being in this dungeon, the Batcave. Like I get kind of like, there's no inspiration right now. I got shit everywhere. I got I to gotta clean, man. This is like, I want to be a minimalist. And it's just really hard. Oh, I forgot. This is my dad, everybody. <laughs> I, have, I have some of his ashes right here. We put them in a, uh, we, the three of us got a Patron bottle. We drank the Patron, obviously, washed it out. And then we uh, had, had the guy put some of our dad's ashes in this. I don't know why I brought it down here recently. It was upstairs. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm hoping there's some inspiration there. Super weird. I don't know. Is that macabre? Is it? I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I guess it's like keeping the your grandmother's ashes in, in an urn above the fireplace or something. It's right here next to my KRKs. Uh, anyway, so that's what I want to do, man. I need some inspiration, and, and so I'm hoping that that'll that'll come together. We'll figure out scheduling. But so, you know, long story longer, I'm, uh, I'm buying the house that I'm in. Uh, and some of you caught those videos I did on YouTube about financial freedom, the road to financial freedom. I was financially woke a couple months ago. I was, uh, I, I went to my buddy's house. It's actually the, uh, the drummer for Callisto. It's a side project that I, that I have, uh, with him and, uh, like Brandon from Uglies does some stuff and, you know, a b- bunch of guys, just kind of a project thing. And, uh, anyway, went up to his crib and hung out with his family, took my family up and we had a, we had a great time. We were there for four or five days and, uh, went all around, like, um, went up to Maine, checked out, uh, I think it was like York beach. I want to say, um, had some dinner and, you know, it was, it was a good time. And we got to talk in and he's very, um, he's been financially woke for a long time. And so he told me about this guy, Dave Ramsey. Uh, and if you don't know who Dave, Dave Ramsey is, he's this millionaire, multimillionaire guy, uh, basically came up with a system, um, to, to get yourself out of debt and never have debt again. Um, you know, Basically, he's like a burnt, you know, cut up all the credit cards, shred the debt, um, you know, pay off your house. If you got a 30-year loan, pay it off like it's a 15-year loan, like stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm not losing you guys. So, like, um, <clears throat> he, uh, we talked about that. So, I, I, I did my first, uh, I did my first acoustic gig, private party, um, August 1st. And on the way down, I bought, um, Dave Ramsey's total money makeover on audible, finished it. Cause yeah, it was like a seven hour book or something or a six and a half hour book. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty long drive to, uh, it was Chesapeake, Virginia and back. So listen to that. And then I listened to, um, <clears throat> started listening to, uh, rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, I just started getting pumped and fired up about money and changing my life and changing my family's life. And, you know, basically like realizing like, I th- like buying dumb shit 
I've been doing that my whole life. Consumerism, you know, like letting it take a hold of me. And, uh, that, that buyer's remorse or that, that feeling you get when you buy something, I don't know, like a PlayStation or something you don't really need, you know, but you got to have it. And you know, you got rent coming up or, you know, there's something else, you know, you got to pay for your, your daughter's gymnastics class or something like stuff like that. Um, that feeling you have like, uh, like that guilt, you know, um, I was getting that all the time, you know, for years. And, and then I started thinking about, you know, I'm going to be 40 soon. I need to buy a house. Like we're getting married next year. I got to get my, you know, I don't know what my kids are going to do. Like if they want to go to college, you know, we're going to talk about that eventually, but stuff like that. Like I realized like, I don't have anything set aside. I don't have any, uh, I got all this shit, but I, I don't have, you know, money set aside for emergencies or whatever, you know? So I started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, oh, I'm paying, a, I'm paying like hundreds of hundreds of dollars a month in interest on these credit cards and things. Um, it, it's just, I was just, I'm just over it. I'm done. Right. So I'm, I'm reading these books every time, I'm, every time I drive somewhere, I'm listening to a podcast or a, a, a finance book or something. Uh, I have, a, I've got a few books. Like I read now. It's like really weird. I'd never read before. I've read like three books my whole life. And all of a sudden now I'm reading books about finance, which I never thought I'd ever do. Um, I, I, I left bank of America. I mean, I still have a credit account there, but, and, uh, but like, I don't, I don't use, I don't personally bank there anymore. Um, I have accounts with other places, other banks, all these like newer kind of online banks, uh, with no fees and things. And just, it's just been a better experience. Um, so that's been really fun kind of getting that, figuring out what accounts I want to use and how I want to use it. Uh, <clears throat> so everything's going great. I'm paying down my cards. Like it's, you know, it was looking like by the end of the year, I'm going to be out of debt aside from the, the car, which, which then I would, I would just finish paying that off, you know, uh, over the next few months after that, all the while stashing money aside every week for the emergency fund. Cause he says, Dave Ramsey says, get a thousand bucks in, a, in an emergency fund. And that's very small, but it's a start. And it kind of, it's a mental thing. It kind of helps you go, Oh, I did that. You know? So you start with that and then you start paying down your cars and things. Um, basically taking every dollar, uh, and putting it towards the debt, paying that off, stop buying dumb shit, you know, get a coffee maker. <clears throat> don't, don't get coffee out, get a coffee maker, make it at home and then go out stuff like that. Now I need to take my business and separate it from my personal and my, you know, my accounts. Right. So uh, I have these, I have these other bank accounts that I have just for the business. And then I've got just the, you know, operating expenses, like, you know, bills and, you know, monthly bills, things like that. But then I know I needed to get, I wanted another, uh, I wanted another credit account, uh, specifically for the business. <clears throat> So I get approved for this card and cause I've been really good with my, my bills over the years where my, my credit is great. 
And uh, I, I'd advise everyone to, to make minimum payments at least <clears throat> and schedule them. Make sure you have auto pay set up for everything um, and just pay the minimum, you know, pay more if you can, but if you at least pay the minimum. Man, not having late fees and all this bullshit, it, it helps. It makes your credit score so much better. And you can, your, your credit score will, will, will jump in a matter of months when you start doing that. Just pay on time. Uh, but most, most importantly, you know, trying, trying not to buy things like credit is all about having it now. Right. And we're an instant gratification culture where we need to have the things that we want right now. So, you know, I want a PlayStation five, right? Here's the thing. I rarely play video games, but I want it. You know, I want it. I want to play that Miles Morales, bro. So like, you know, I know that I don't have the money for that right now. If I look at my budget, I'm like, no, I still got these bills to pay down. You know, uh, I don't, there's nothing in, in the budget for PlayStation. Now I could take 50 bucks a week or 20 bucks a week and create a PlayStation five, uh, budget in my, you know, in my YNAB budget, create a column for that. And then just put some money aside. That's the way it works. Like you just, instead of going, swipe, I want it now, you save up for it and you buy it when you have the money, right? And that way you never go back into debt. Still, to me, Dave Ramsey's all about uh, not using credit cards and things and debt and all that. But I believe that you can have a hybrid uh, situation where you have the credit cards, but you're responsible. If you're shitty with credit cards and you know you're going to spend, don't get the credit card, right? But if you're someone that knows you can take advantage of the benefits, like the rewards, the points, the cash back, that's free money. That's free stuff, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to do that. I, I believe that I am uh, uh, disciplined enough to 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 have a couple credit cards that I use for, for specific things uh, and use use them for everything, but only spend what I have. So like, and that's per month. And that way, it doesn't matter if you have an eighty percent APR, which I'm sure one day we will. <laughs> Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where your percentage rate is, where your interest rate is, like, because you're paying it off every month, right? So, man, I'm really going off on a tangent here. So, um, basically been doing, been doing that, right? So the second that I get approved for this, this business card, right? The second I get it, that next second I get a text from my landlord. And she's like, Hey, we got to sell the house. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, and I'm thinking, okay, now I have to get approved for a house or something. And I just got approved for this card, which hit my credit score. You know, that's a hard inquiry right there. Immediately. Uh, now I got to get hit again because I'm going to have to get approved for something. Even if it's to rent a home, like they usually do a credit check, right? They're going to hit your credit. So I'm thinking about the credit score. I'm like, great. Now I got to get approved for something. And it's already, I've already had a inquiry lately and it's not going to look good to a lender. And oh my God, I'm not, we're not going to get the house or whatever. All the bad things start going through my head. So I, I started, uh, I started thinking about it. You know, I was like, Okay, well, we're not ready to move. Like, I am not, I mean, you guys see all this shit here in my house. 
like this is just my basement. We're trying to like Danielle's been working really hard to like um she wants to be a minimalist minimalist man. She's been like trying to get rid of stuff, go through the kids' toys. Um I certainly have a lot of things that I could get rid of just looking around. Um, you know. But the cost of moving is probably going to be at least half of what I would come up with for a, a down payment or, or, or closing costs, right? And the, here's the thing. I wasn't ready for any of it. I wasn't ready. I had no money set aside. I had a hundred bucks. I had a hundred bucks set aside for a house. When I got woke, I was like, okay, two years from now, I'm going to have a down payment. Here's the first hundred bucks, you know, and I created that column in my YNAB budget. And there it was. And uh, I also started a budget for uh, a column for my kids' braces. My daughter might not need them, but my son, I think he's going to need them. Danielle and I both needed it. This is a side note. And so I got like five years to come up with this money <laughs> for braces. So I'm going to start now. So I did that, right? That's another thing. Just save up. And then when it comes time, you won't even feel it, you know? Uh, anyway, back to my story. So this entire you know, what, five or six weeks now, I've just been stressed now. And being self-employed, it's not made. Like this whole system is not made for people like me, self-employed. People that like, like I own a business, but I also do a bunch of freelance stuff, you know, and it's just not built for me. Uh, they make you jump through hoops, man. Like right now, I had to go, I have to prove my income Doing, doing what I do, I get a lot of what seemingly random payments like via like Venmo, PayPal, uh, Zelle. Uh, I'll get a random check, you know. Uh, I'll get, you know, I'll get a big fat like PayPal payment or something from producing a band or something. You know, what I came to realize was that like being in the band, you don't make any money. It's everyone that works for the band, that's where the money is, okay? So producing you know, recording, mixing, uh, all that stuff. So yeah, so I'll get some, some big payments, uh, a lot of the time. And now it's like, especially if it's cash, I can't put any cash in my bank account because I, I need to, I'll need to explain where it came from because it looks like dirty money. It looks like I'm a drug dealer or, uh, you know, whatever. Um, they need to see where it comes from. And it's, it's just stressful. It's very frustrating. I got money sitting aside that I can't deposit. You know, there's bills. Um, I, I, I'm trying to pay down the credit cards, things like that, you know. Uh, money I could use towards, I got to get new tires, you know, in the car, all this traveling I've been doing. Um, you know, the, the, towards the down payment on, on the house, things like that. So it's just been, it's been a real kind of, you know, eye-opener, uh, frustrating experience, but you know, these books on stoicism, I, they're really helping. Honestly. Um, I think about these guys like Seneca all the time, like the things that they, they would say and the sort of general basic philosophy of stoicism is that like, you know, you don't have to be a psychopath. You don't have to be, you know, you're not emotionalist, emotionless, sorry, emotionless. Um, but you don't let those feelings like rule you and, and then make decisions based on those feelings, you know, emotionally driven decisions. You need to make, you know, like decide how you want to feel about things. 
because life's going to happen no matter what, right? So like you can decide, like you can be upset for a second, but then you can gather your, gather your thoughts and move forward and just figure out a way around everything. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm looking at this as a positive, uh, in which it is, I'm, I'm about to buy a house. Um, yes, the thoughts of like, you know, this may, this may not happen. Like I may not get this house. Something may go wrong. Uh, and you know, I, they don't believe my income is legit, which sucks, you know, because uh, again, being self-employed, uh, you, you got to jump through these hoops and, and prove it. But I would like to think that they want me to have this house and, um, you know, I've been paying on time the last five years that I live here, you know, no problem. I don't know. I hope they take that into consideration. I, I had my landlord write a letter about that. So basically, again, it's just a bunch of hoops and, uh, you know, it's going to be a great thing. I'm going to have a house. I'll be a homeowner, um, you know, but so it, but it's just stressful, man. It's just stressful. And, you know, on, on top of everything else, you know, running the business, doing all my stuff on the side, having the family, you know, homeschool, like all these things are happening, but it's not unique to me. It's not unique. It's not, it happens to other people too. Uh, I'm not special. Uh, I'm just now going, you know, many, many people have, have dealt with this very thing and I just, I'm in that group now. So I just have to deal with it. And, and I think it's going to be fine. I'm 99% sure we're good. There's just that little tiny bit of, of doubt that hits you, you know, and you're just like, ugh, what if this goes wrong? But I'm supposed to close in a couple weeks. And I really hope that still happens. I got to finish getting all this stuff together. Um, I have all this, all this paperwork here from, from Bank of America, like all my statements. I got to prove. I got to prove all my my income and all that. Um, I don't know. So it's it's been a it's been a hectic couple of months, you know. And just when I started getting really into the idea of being debt free and just taking control, you know, <laughs> this happens. So, uh, you know, again, I wasn't ready for it. I was hoping for like two years from now, maybe, but here it is. Now I got to deal with it and we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, honestly, I'm excited. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to be... We did we did a drive-in show last month, and that was great. Uh, well, actually, not last month anymore. It's November 1st. Um, but back in September, we did a drive-in show, which was great. I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. Um, so fun. It felt like a real show, kind of. Uh, there were like 200 cars just under 200 cars. So like six to 800 people in this field. Uh, we'd had us up on the big screens. It felt like a big real rock show. And the moment when I was playing, I'll be okay. And I asked everyone to put their lights up on their phone. Oh, it looks so, it looks so rad, dude. Um, and that's going to be a thing. I want that to be a thing. It just looks so awesome. Every time we play live, I want that to happen. Uh, so, Shows, I don't know what's going to happen. We're talking about, 
maybe doing something in January. Uh, Florida's crazy and they're open and I don't know if they're willing to go out. I may be willing to play for them. You know, we made the band may go down and do some shows and you know, we're, we're on stage and they're doing, I guess the, these seated events. So everybody's at a table, which to me is no different than going to a restaurant. You know, that's what we do now at restaurants. Like we go to, go to the restaurant we, you know, you, you, you wear your mask in, you sit down, you take your mask off and you eat, which, you know, it's sort of a, seems kind of silly, right? But, uh, you know, it's not like the, it's not like the virus is like, Oh, time out. They're sitting down and they're, they're eating. Let's let them eat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they do these seated, seated events. And so this seems pretty tame, I guess. So maybe we'll go down and do it. I don't know. I saw Cashed Out and Tropodelic are doing shows down there in December. So maybe we'll, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're talking about it. Um, uh, as far as getting back to normal, no idea, man. No idea. We're, you know, I keep hearing summer 2022 now, uh, which is super lame. Uh, I hope that that's not the case. I hope that they do have some sort of some sort of a vaccine and, you know, if they can at least, you know, they're not going to have enough for everybody, but if they can at least get it to the people that are high priority, you know, the ones that are more susceptible, that would make it less dangerous, I guess, in a sense, you're not going to go kill your grandmother. Um, you know, not, that said, I mean, there's still people in their thirties and forties that have died from this thing. Um, so there's that, <clears throat> but I don't have the answers, you know, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, but who knows, who knows what can happen. And we want to be as safe as possible with it. We don't want to put anybody in jeopardy. Uh, but if, if people are willing to, to do it, you know, ultimately if we put on a show and you're willing to go, then that's it. You made a contract with yourself, I guess. Uh, and we're taking a chance too, by, by going down, you know, and we always, you know, whenever we have this stuff going on, we'll, we'll ask our crew guys, Hey, are you guys comfortable with, uh, doing, doing a show or doing a, a run of shows? You know, we'll see what they think. If they don't want to do it, they don't have to go. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty, we don't want to put anybody at risk. Um, so there's a lot of thought that goes into this stuff. Um, unfortunately, this is just where we are right now. We're doing live streams or, you know, uh, there's bands and stuff starting podcasts. I think Bally is going to start a podcast. I think uh, it's it's time we did a band podcast. I asked them the other day, and they're they're into it. We're just trying to figure out what to name it. Um, if you guys got names for the podcast, let me know for the band podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just again, I like making things. I'm not, I I don't have enough things to do, so now I'm going to do a band podcast on top of my own podcast. Um, and that one's probably going to be more of a shit show just bullshit. And this, this, this one has sort of tales from the green room has sort of evolved. It's, it kind of, it's, it's about the music industry and like my experience, but it kind of feels like I'm, I'm getting a little more, uh, there's been some more personal episodes, but I definitely feel like that I'm, I'm talking, uh, being a little more general with it and sort of, you know, talking about everything going on in my life, you know, so it may, I don't know, it may not be specific to just the music industry, you know, Ultimately, it's what I know best, and I'll be talking about all that stuff, but sometimes you got to have that stream of consciousness and get things off your chest. I, you know, I think everybody should be doing this. I think everybody should have a podcast. I, I'm, st I'm actually feeling better 
uh, you know, it's, it's like therapy. I'm just talking it out, you know, to myself really. And you guys are just listening in, but, uh, yeah, I'm actually feeling a little bit better about everything. I got to do this more. I got to get back to this. I, it's been so long. I'm so sorry. I've been gone. Uh, the last show I think was Adam Ivy, which was great. You guys got to go back and listen to that one. Um, if you're, if you're in a band or, or doing any sort of, uh, creative venture, go listen to that episode, that guy, and then go follow his channel. He's got such great, great advice uh, on marketing and things. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, setting up some guests actually, I think this week, uh, I'll have a new, new episode with a guest. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get back into it and, um, yeah, but I thank you guys for, for being supportive and always listening and all that stuff, man. It means a lot. Uh, I started journaling recently before I wrap up here, I started journaling. Um, it's another form of sort of like therapy, I guess. Um, actually helps me remember things. Like I don't, uh, you know, I have things to do. You know, you, I got my phone. Uh, everything lives on my calendar, but it's sometimes it's nice to actually write it down and sort of explore a little bit. Like I have these. Uh, you know, I'm, I've numbered the pages and eventually I'm going to put the table of contents. So if I ever want to come back, I can sort of know what's where. Um, but so for instance, like final cut, final cut's been a real dickhead lately, uh, for all you video nerds out there. Um, yeah. So I'll just, I was just writing like the, the final cut tips, you know, like, you know, shift option B or shift command B blades, everything like, you know, create a slug with option W, like stuff like that. Like these little things that, that just help me work faster. And I figured by writing it down, I would, it would help me remember it easier. You know, just things like that. Uh, you know, creating lists like to-do lists. Um, you know, this is a giant to-do list right here. Just, um, it, you know, even, even the smallest things. And then you can sort of, you can cross them off or check them off or whatever. And there's that sense of accomplishment, you know, and I'll date the top and all that. Um, yeah, man. And the first one, so I started, I decided to do this a few weeks ago and the first one, and I don't do it every day. I, I, I'm trying to get at least a couple minutes a day just to write something. But the first day it was October 7th. And the first line is Eddie Van Halen died yesterday. <laughs> like, and I just kind of go into that, like how I felt about it. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of cool. So then I had like a word of the day in here. Um, I haven't done it every day, like I said, but you know, gratitude, uh, word of the day, stoic, you know, uh, I think I did another one word of the day, robust, these cool words, you know, finances, I got the finances, you know, just like a breakdown of my income and like percentages and where, what needs to go, where things like that. So it's kind of cool. I've got song lyrics in here, random thoughts. I don't know. It's, I, I advise you guys to try it out for yourself. I got this book for like eight bucks on Amazon. Um, and I think prime day was like $5, but, uh, even just a composition book, you know, like we used to use in school, something like that. They're only a couple bucks, but 
check that out. Um, anyway, I uh, hope you guys are doing great. I hope everybody is uh, having a wonderful fall. I know it's like the weirdest time ever. Uh, thanks for tuning into the pod. Um, more stuff to come. Working on music. I keep burping. I found out recently I have uh, acid reflux. Uh, and I know you guys have, have paid attention to me for a while watching the videos and stuff. You see me like doing that, like burping, like right in the middle of a sentence. I've been on this medication called Protonix and, uh, for like three months now, and it's actually helped a lot. Um, it's just when I eat shitty or I have too much coffee, that's when it really starts to come up. But other than that, it's been great. Like my voice has been better. Uh, I'm singing a lot better, you know, stuff like that. So, um, it's just been, it's been really helpful. So Protonix, check it out for all you people with GERD. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, well guys, uh, thanks so much. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, wherever you're listening, if you're just catching the show, make sure you sub up. Uh, please uh, rate and review the podcast at iTunes. Uh, give the uh, if you're on Spotify or anything like that, give the give the, the episodes a share and uh, tell your friends. And uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, you can go to talesfromgreenroom.com and uh, you can pick your tier. Hit the support the podcast support this podcast button, and I think it's 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99 a month. You can cancel whenever you like. But it just helps me uh, keep things going. And, you know, I'm working on, I'm trying different things, you know, with this. I'm trying to see, what, like, what looks the best. Uh, I've, I've been doing them live, but I feel like the quality suffers. So I'm trying to make this a little bit, a little, little better. Um, but, yeah, if you're down with what I'm doing and it's, and it's giving you some value, you know, think about uh, uh, supporting the podcast on a monthly basis. Uh, check me out on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel, Howie Spangler. Um, check out the Ballyhoo stuff. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys. And don't forget to get out there and vote on Tuesday if you haven't already. I, I did my vote uh, last week. It felt wonderful. I don't care who you vote for. Um, I think I think a lot of you guys that follow me closely know, know how I feel about this stuff. But uh, I don't care who you vote for. Just get out there and vote, man. You know, democ- democracy works best when, when everyone votes. And, uh, you know, to me, if, if the vote didn't work... You know, if your vote didn't count, they wouldn't try so hard to to keep you from voting. You know, they redraw those lines, gerrymandering and all that. I'm not going to get crazy on this, but just go vote. Exercise your right. Use your voice. Now's the time. Uh, whoever your pick is, and I know both picks suck, but is what it is. Take, you know, serve your greater good, whatever that is. So just just vote, man. It's It's important. All right, cool. You guys take care. Spay and new your pets. Talk to you soon. Tales from the Green Room, episode number 130. All right, late.